What is up, you guys? My name is Callan, and this is the Processing Publicly podcast, a safe space for me to explore and integrate my spiritual and psychic awakening journeys. I'm so stoked to have you here with me. My intention is that sharing my journey of diving into deeper understandings of who I truly am will inspire and activate the same in those of you who are called to listen to my podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's get into it. Okay, my intention is for this to be a short little background explanation about more about um, like manifesting my divine soul partner. I realize, I don't know, I talk to myself a lot. I talk to people a lot. I post things in different places and I don't actually know if I've really touched on like things that make this important. So backtrack to about June yeah, June of this, or 2023, I, I know that I manifested it, but I wasn't trying to manifest it, but I manifested meeting this guy from London, he completely reshaped my paradigm of what, like, a relationship could feel like, he literally was just passing through Denver, we hung out for, like, the two days that he was here, like, we just, we met at the bar, but it, like, we, like, took shrooms together the next night, and, he, like, he dropped his plans that he had to, like, be with me, basically. And it was just, like, like, I had never felt, like, a whole love at first sight thing, and I don't, I wasn't even, like, in love with him, but, I mean, for weeks after that, I would cry every day about him. I filled up an entire journal about it. He cracked me open, dude. Like, he just showed me... And that I was looking for um, a lot of the right things in the wrong places. And that I didn't even really know. Like, I didn't have a model of what it was that I was even looking for in a relationship. And I just further realized how attracted I am to people with accents. Um, I mean, he's from London, so it's like he's got the accent, but then there's also this, like, cultural difference of, like, like, it's just like, well, what do you guys call this? Or what do you mean by that, you know? And it's like learning a whole new culture by engaging with someone who's from somewhere is totally different, and it's really exciting to me. So I meet this guy, right? Then keep in mind, I've never met anyone from London before this point. Then it's like, I don't know, two, maybe three months later, and I'm at work, and, I, like, I was working at a bar at the time, and there was this cute guy there, like, by himself, I wasn't really paying any mind, but he was, like, writing in a journal and stuff, and I was like, who is this guy? I like him. He comes up, and he asks for a beer, and I was like, where are you from? And he was like, London, and I was like, yep, could have guessed that. And so I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he had the same job, the same from the same place like similar demeanors similar ways of dressing it was strange how alike the first guy and this guy were and so that clued me in to the that there was a a thing with this whole London situation um that guy ended up basically ghosting me. I'm <laughs> I'm still confused. I hope that he's alive. Like, he was also traveling, like, just passing through Denver for a couple days traveling. He was doing, like, a road trip through the national parks and stuff. And then he was coming back to Denver to return the car. And he was supposed to stay with me for, you know, like, a couple days. 
but I never heard from him. So that was super weird, and I am choosing to believe that he's alive and well and just wasn't capable of, I don't know, expressing his feeling. I, I don't know. Things were going so well, and then it was like I just didn't hear from him again. It was so bizarre. <coughs> then, like a month or two later, I'm at Wakan. And I meet this guy by total happenstance. He's not from London, but he clued me in on the piece of the puzzle that, oh, I want to meet my person, like, at a festival that, you know, you can experience the magic of, like, like there being a romance to it. Like, he and I were the only ones where we were like, okay, let's see if this turns into a relationship. The other guys, it just wasn't, yeah, that wasn't on the table. But... So, that taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about, like, the amount of space that I want from a person that I am dating. And just, like, the thrill of being at a music festival and meeting there and the magic that comes from that and the way that it can, like, you know, reshape your life. Like, he was he was literally at the wrong... He, like, had just set up his chair next to my hammock and then... He, like, offered something to me, and I was like, oh, no, I'm okay. And I was like, oh, wait, he's kind of cute. So, like, I offered my weed to him. He's like, oh, no, I don't smoke. And I was like, damn, okay. But then we started talking, and within 10 minutes, we were like, I was like, who the fuck is this person? Like, is this my my person? I'm so confused. And it was like, it, it, yeah, it was just absolute magic. And, yeah, things were great. And then, um... He just revealed that he wasn't ready for a relationship, which is totally fine because the first night that we met, we were like saying that we didn't even want to hook up because, you know, whatever. And then one thing led to another and I'm I'm not upset with anything that happened. But so that was that. So the first guy came in and was like, hey, I'm from London and I'm completely reshaping the way that you view. He was like a, a like the way that I view romantic relationships, he was a very good container for me to start manifesting from because it gave me some, like, I I could feel in my body, like, how much I just enjoyed hearing him speak. I could feel in my body, like, how attracted we were to each other, how synced up, how magical it was, and it was just juicy and yummy and all the traveling that we do because, I mean, he was traveling when I met him. Then the second guy clued me in to the whole London pattern and was like, hey, another guy from London. Basically, what I've been calling this is a string of souls. It's a string of the same oversoul consciousness that is incarnated in different human bodies. That is the way that I'm viewing it. I know that this can happen with manifestation, but through different human bodies, and so each one is coming to give me different pieces of the puzzle, leading me up to the point that I'm at now, and then ultimately up to the point of meeting my person and being with them, and yada, yada, yada. So the first guy came and was like, hey, things can be way better than you fucking think they are, and here's two days that are going to completely shake up your life, and by the way, I'm from London. So there was that. And then the second guy was like, also, I'm from London and I've got the same job and everything as this other person also traveling literally on paper. I'm the same person as the person you met before. And we've got the same um, like chemistry with one another. As far as I could tell. I mean, it was very good chemistry. Anyways, so that 
that happened. And then the third guy was like, and you want to meet your person at a music festival. And it's okay that they don't live in the same city as you. Like, shit, your life can fucking change. And then now I'm at the point where this third guy from London has just popped I don't know what it is. I mean, in six months, I've met three guys from London, and I all very attractive, and I've never met anyone from London before. And then this guy, from what I can tell, is the most, like, embodied of the spirit that I'm looking for. Like, it's not really about a physical type, but, I mean, he sent me a message, picked me out of everybody in the whole group message. It's like, I don't know... 30 to 60 people, I have no clue how many people are in there, and Pitt, like, was added to the group and immediately messaged me and was like, hey, I see that you're in the work exchange group, I'm traveling, I'm from England, just wondering if you've been to this, like, if you've worked this festival before, what's it like, whatever. Super casual, but I was like, oh, England, and I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to hop across the pond sometime, and he was like, yeah, London's the best, and I was like, Oh, my God. So, I mean, immediately, it was like, okay. And so, he told me this London thing, and I'm like, and he's also traveling, which, by the way, I know is something that my soul partner is doing before we meet. Like, we're both doing our own traveling and adventuring and growing spiritually and all of that stuff. So, that's why all of these things are literally, yeah, they're breadcrumbs, and I don't have... An attachment. I mean, there have been points where I do feel attached to each of these people, but I mean, looking back on it, I'm like, no, they were all just breadcrumbs and puzzle pieces leading me to where I am now. Like, thank you. I'm fucking grateful for this whole journey. It's been a lot of magic unfolding. And so this guy being the third guy from London and also the most embodied, like, divine masculine essence that I have personally come across, um, like, I, yeah, I, from what I can tell, he's, like, exactly what I'm looking for, and I'm not putting any of this on him. He could just be another puzzle piece, another breadcrumb taking me to my person, but as soon as he said the whole London thing, I was like, okay, there's two things that could be going on right now. He's just another puzzle piece, another breadcrumb. He's keying me further into this whole London travel festival thing, and he's just got things to teach me. Or, he's actually my person. So about a week or two, I guess like a week, went by, and I was just like kind of feeling it out. And I'm like, I don't know, I think he's cluing me into more than... I don't know, because it was like as soon as that occurred to me, I was already having other notions that I might be called to Costa Rica to meet with my Lemurian soul partner. Um, and then, I mean, me and this guy are going to meet in our in my Lemuria. We're meeting in Costa Rica because we're both working the same festival and like both going to this retreat center afterwards that, you know, a group of us are getting and, you know, it's like this whole thing. And it's like this divinely orchestrated sequence of events. Like he's been planning this trip that he's currently on backpacking and stuff through South and Central America. He's been planning it since 2020, but then COVID happened. So that shut it down. So then now he's here. And then, you know, I was just called here. 
uh, it truly just feels like two people being called from across the world to each other. And that could just mean that he was another person who was meant to crack me open. And what he truly showed me was, oh shit, I've been manifesting my soul partner, but putting it on a timeline where it's about a year or two out, it's just fun to tune into. But sometimes quantum leaps come when we're not fucking ready, even though it's something that we long for. I had that realization, and then I did an oracle reading, and it literally said almost the exact same words. Like, I am so tuned in to this whole thing and it's honestly just been a fucking joy to manifest and stuff from and I mean like whenever I do meet him in person if it ends up not being a romantic thing then I still would like to be like hey look (laughs) here is you know the the situation of what's been going on I hope that you don't feel weird about it I have not been projecting any of this onto you you just fucking cracked my heart open so thank you my friend like thank you and I am wholly confident that he will be receiving of that information. So, yes. So that's sort of where I've been. And then this week I'm getting to the place where I'm like, okay. And I have choice and free will and I live in my own reality stream. And I get to choose the way that people show up for me. And I have plenty of time to play with this, like, this narrative, this story of, like, okay, how do I want this person to show up for me? And I'm choosing to, I guess, use him as another container for manifestation. But also, like, with the first guy, he was a container for manifestation. And there were times when I was trying to manifest, like, him coming back to Denver or, you know, whatever. But it was mainly just keying me into, like, a figure that I could imagine whenever I think about my soul partner. But it wasn't him. Now, I'm like, it's still that, but I'm also choosing for this person, this new guy from London, I'm choosing for him to show up as my divine soul partner. It doesn't matter really, like, who he is. We're all infinitely faceted. Like, the way that I show up for myself is different than the way that I show up on this podcast is different than the way that I show up to each individual person in my life, the way that I show up to people who I don't even fucking know that I just interact with. Like, we all have all of these facets of ourselves. Like, you know, have you ever had just one person out of nowhere be like, oh, you're the worst fucking person ever. You should go... I don't know, crawl in a ditch and die, nobody loves you, and you're like, well, you're the first person to ever tell me that, and just like, I don't really know where you're coming from, but I guess in your story, that is the character that I'm playing, someone who should just fucking suck a dick and choke on it, and so yeah, cool, whatever, but in my reality stream, I'm a bad bitch, and I don't be choking on dicks. (laughs) Oh my god, okay, I'm over myself. Anyways, so yeah, I just wanted to clarify because I feel like it can seem a little like, oh, a guy who has a British accent showed up and you think he's your soul partner? It's like, no, there's a whole pattern behind it and immediately before, like, to me that's even more validating. Before we even had any conversation for me to suss out if I, like, liked this person as a human being or not I was like he has something to teach me and I've never been in a place where I have been that 
tuned into someone from the first message and it like nothing that we have said so far is flirty at all like we're just having conversation and I also haven't heard from him in like five or six days and that's okay yesterday I was feeling a little insecure about it because my ego mind was like hmm whenever people do this that means that they're leaving you and I'm like okay this is just residual abandonment fucking wounding and programming that's playing out through this person and so like basically his lack of responding to me not that's a bad way of putting it his lack of like texting back all the time which I'm grateful for by the way like I'm not ready to be texting somebody like all up in their shit all the time like I'm still living my life I'm still doing my thing I like that I haven't really been hearing from him but that I'm learning so fucking much um just like about myself about what I want about how manifestation works um yeah I don't know so that's my spiel that's my little background context on you know why I am feeling like drawn to this person and why I'm taking that as a sign that he could be my person, you know? I don't know. I feel like there's a a part it, it's this is just such an atypical way of going about finding your person. Usually people go on a couple dates and then they have sex and then they do this and then they do that and then blah 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 and then they like say that they love each other too soon and uh just cuz they like feel awkward or whatever. I've been saying that I love my person for like fucking months. Like before I even before I even met the guy from London, like, I've, I've been saying that I love him. Because I do. Like, it, it's in the future in terms of the story, like a movie. Like, okay, I the way that this reality works is everything's already there the same way that everything is there in a movie. But you watch a movie in a linear fashion. You start at the beginning and you watch it through and the story plays out. But the whole movie was there the whole time when you started the movie. Like, they're not creating the movie as you're watching the movie. You know, it's uh, like it's old news by that point. By the time you're living it out, it's already done, been created and filmed and edited and produced and all the stuff has happened and then it's been released. It's in the movie theaters and perhaps it's been out for a couple years and you're just now getting to it. Okay, so that is how things work here. And so I know that I already love my person. But I don't know who my person is. The story hasn't played out. My movie hasn't started yet. Or I think my movie has started. But um, I mean surely if I'm manifesting that this new guy is my person. Then yes the movie has most definitely started. I think the movie really started when I met that first guy. Um, the first guy from London. So... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, tuned into the fact that I'm already, like, I already love this person. And the part of the movie that I get to live out is, like, seeing how the universe surprises me with how this person shows up. Um, Whether that be that he's my person or not. Like, I truly don't have an attachment to it. And I really feel like if I show up to Costa Rica and he's just not the vibe that I thought that he was. Or he does anything to show me that he is not my person. Then that's fine. Like, it's just someone better and more suited to me. And, like I said, he's just been a really great container for me to manifest from. But, 
I am swaying a little bit more on the side of wanting it to be him. Because I like the story. I like the story of how everything's playing out. It really doesn't have to do all that much with him. I'm creating my own story. I just need characters. I need actors in my movie. And he is auditioning as one of the actors. And I think that I might put him in the lead role of the lover. You know, that is sort of the way that things are going. Okay, that's my spiel. That's my explanation. I hope that this uh, clears things up if they weren't already clear. I'm sorry if I'm totally repeating myself and have actually explained all of this stuff before. Um, I don't know. I just know that I don't do a great job at explaining the full detail of, like, how I come to these understandings. I just hope, or I'm trusting that my voice is carrying the transmissions that are needed to unlock things within you without you having to consciously understand. And if you want to consciously understand, pretty much all this information is coming from Amy Belair. So here's another fucking guiltless, shameless plug for... Yeah, I don't know what words to use there. I'm, I'm shouting her out yet again. So... Okay, I'm going to wrap up now. I love you guys. I appreciate everyone who has been listening. And you are pure magic. You're exactly where you were meant to be. And you too can manifest people to show up the way that you want in your life. Like, literally, if you're in a relationship that you're unhappy with, the answer, sometimes the answer is to leave that person. It's not aligned. Whatever. But... You can all, like, if you're having the same patterns, shit like, oh, every guy I date, it's really good, and then he starts doing this. That's a you problem. That's something that you need to shift within. And so I invite you all to just take a deeper look into your relationships because the way that we learn the most in this realm, I believe, is through our relationships. You know, we don't want to let other people down. We don't want to deal with the messiness of other humans. And so we. It's like we, I don't know, we go in these circles, but sometimes those circles are helpful and they teach us and sometimes we have to do things to get out of them. Okay, I'm rambling, but I love you guys and I hope that you'll have a wonderful weekend. Okay, I'm <clears throat> I'm here for a part two. So I do want to talk a little bit about, um, I guess like the nuances behind like, why I want it to be this guy, and truly, it is, like, I like, like, in terms of, if I was watching a movie, and it's a romance movie, and these two people meet, because the guy was just like, oh, hey, are you working this festival, I mean, like, have you worked this festival before, whatever, and then, like, a couple months goes by, and then, they meet at the festival and then it's like magic and you know they leave happily together i like that story that is the most satisfying story that has um graced my brain (laughs) and my body yet i mean like it felt it felt like a reach with anyone else like oh yeah there's this but I don't know he's like this so that would have to you know change and blah 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 example the first guy from London he totally my type 
and he's down for my spiritual woo-woo-ness, but, and it's a big but, he sold his soul to have a successful job in advertising, and he doesn't believe that he can get it back, I believe that he can get it back, and so initially, whenever I started manifesting, it was like my mind would... It was like I would tune into me and him being together and then my mind would be like, but he sold his soul. And so like part of it was like, okay, well, in this new timeline, he has retrieved his soul. He never sold his soul, you know, whatever. And so that there was a reaching energy right now. The only reason why I feel like I'm reaching for anything is because I'm not getting texts back the way that you know, my ego mind would like to. My ego mind feels safe when someone's constantly my phone because then I know that they're interested. And right now, it kind of is a pattern with these guys from London that they're shit at their phones. And so there's a part of me that is, like, aware that, okay, maybe the whole London thing is just cluing me in to the fact that, I don't know, maybe I am willing to look past someone not giving me enough attention Just because, you know, they have a British accent, you know, like something silly like that. But that doesn't really feel true to me. Like, I wasn't willing to sacrifice myself and my path for any of the other guys. And I don't feel like I'm sacrificing myself now for this either. But, um, I'm just, I don't know, I feel like I'm starting to wobble between... Like, through the manifestation process, which I'm not really going to go into. Okay, fine. I'll give, a <laughs> I'll give a brief summary. So, it's essentially like, okay, I want this. So, we'll talk about romantic partnership. Okay, I want my romantic partner. It's like, okay, well, why do you want that? What do you think that the romantic partner is going to bring that you can't, that you don't have already? It's all about shifting the internal and moving into a felt state of being. So that, because whenever you create that that feeling within yourself and your body and it goes into your aura and then it ripples out into this, you know, dream projection, hologram, whatever that we live in, and then it gets sent back to you as a physically manifested expression. <coughs> Which, by the way, this new guy already is a physically manifested expression of the things that I was manifesting. Like, anytime I tune into my partner, he's got an accent. Anytime I meet someone who I'm, like, attracted to, I'm like, nah, he's not from London. <laughs> like, moving on. And so it's just, like, like it <laughs> It sounds silly, but it is kind of, like, I just feel drawn to, like, London specifically. Literally, my childhood bedroom at my dad's house I fucking I didn't realize this until I went home for Christmas after I had been yapping on to my friend about reuniting with my Lemurian soul partner and talking about this guy from London, whatever. I get into my room and I'm like, holy shit, since I was in seventh grade, I've had a pillow in my room that has London on it. Like, and it's not like the whole pillow is London and it says London on it. Like, I just. It's like little synchronicities like that that happen. And I mean, just the fact that I've met six, I mean, three people in the past six months from London is like, what the fuck is happening? Um, I'm not just like casually meeting someone. Oh, you're from, no, it's like guys that I have like 
a lot of interest in, like, more interest than anyone else that I've met. So, um, okay, so you're like, okay, I want a romantic partner. And then you're like, why do I want a romantic partner? For me, it's like, I want someone, like, I want another person to interact with, to create with, to travel with, to laugh with, to, um, like, I just want to share the things that I experience with someone else, and I want that sort of support system in my daily life of, like, with someone who truly gets me, um, I want to be seen and heard and loved, you know, okay, so these are all things that I'm well aware of, and so it's like, you can tune into just those feelings. In fact, you can tune into simply the frequency of love because love is the highest frequency. So if you can tune into that, then anything that is aligned with that frequency will then come to you. You don't even have to figure out what it is that you think that you want because newsflash, you're probably not going to get things exactly the way that you, you know, listen or whatever. So right now, uh, okay, yeah, so then you decide, okay, these are the feelings that I want to feel, and then you practice tuning into that every day. You tune into, you know, the feelings of being seen and having someone there to create with and, you know, whatever. And whenever you tune into these things, and for me, whenever I tune into this new guy, it is so easy to tune into these timelines. That's why I'm like, my socks are kind of knocked off. I'm like, yo, why is it so easy to tune into this person that I hardly know? Like on a, on a human level, you know, our souls definitely know each other. But I'm just, uh, fuck, wait. Yeah, okay, so it's so easy to tune into that timeline and... Fun fact about timeline, anytime you're tuning into something, it's because it already exists. It's maybe not present in your physically manifested external reality, but it already exists. It's already created. It exists as like a template timeline that we then infuse our, like, <coughs> excuse me, our life force energy into, and that's what brings it to life and brings it into the physical, like, our physically manifested reality. So... Whenever I'm doing this and tuning in, it's so easy to tune into these future timelines with having this person specifically, you know, whatever. And I feel like I'm actually getting to a point now. I'm starting to wobble back and forth. Like I I want it to be him because I like the story, you know, that it's as simple as that. I like the story, but I'm also recognizing there could be a story that's even better than this one and that this one just is actually preparing me f- like to open up myself to being reunited with my soul partner and it could be someone else at it vision. It could be somewhat like, yeah, someone else from London, you know? And so I'm, yeah, starting to, because I've juiced it up so much already, especially in the past like, week and a half let's say two weeks I've just like poured so much energy into it and it's been so fun and now it's starting to feel like it's like kind of fizzling out um which is you know part of the process it's like okay 
You've given all the energy that's required into this. Now the universe is taking this energy, your intention, the timeline that you want to experience, and the universe is, like, tweaking it, making it better. Um, Like, orchestrating the pieces that have to happen in the physical realm for this to happen. Example, orchestrating that I get called to this festival, not really knowing why, and... Not really knowing that, like, I didn't know that Costa Rica was my Lemuria whenever I signed up for this festival. This has all been an unfolding. Um, And then also orchestrating, like, him traveling to Costa Rica and being like, oh, I'm in Costa Rica already. I may as well just work this festival. That seems dope. You know, things like that. The universe is already at work doing these things. And... So, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it is still fun to tune into, but now there's more of, like, a like a forceful energy to it, almost. Like, I'm tuning into it because I'm like, oh, if I stop tuning into it, then it's not going to happen. <clears throat> like, I'm not trusting that <clears throat> I truly have put my energy into it and, like, the work is done. And I can continue tuning into it if it's fun and if I enjoy it, like, if it's benefiting me. But, like, yesterday and today, I don't know. I'm just not feeling as synced up to it. And I don't think that that means that, oh, this isn't going to happen for me, whatever. But there is still that inner child that was disappointed. Here's an example that I can draw, and I'm not sure if I've talked about this before. But whenever I was little, Christmas was coming up, so I wrote my Christmas list, and on there I had, like, um, like a $1,000 iTunes card, and this custom, <laughs> like, Ed Hardy LSU, uh, <laughs> like, baseball? I don't fucking know why. I played softball for two years. It was not that big of a deal. Um, this was, I don't know, probably, like, fifth or sixth grade, I guess. So I'm, um, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, so I want a $1,000 iTunes card. You know how many songs I could buy with that? So many. My parents won't have to worry about it. And then I want this specific baseball that I've never seen before. But, yeah, and I'm like, but it's Santa. Santa can do whatever, you know? And so now that I'm saying it, fifth or sixth grade, if I really was that old and still believing in Santa, I feel like that's, yeah, that's pretty old. I was, it was probably more like third or fourth grade. Uh, yeah, that, that's actually, yeah, I was like 11, 10, 11. I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyways, so I'm like, okay, cool. Santa can do anything. In this example, Santa is manifestation. Um, my parents won't have to worry about it. Like the, I, I was really onto something. But I just didn't understand that my parents were Santa and that Santa's uh, resources were my parents' resources. (coughs) And so Christmas comes and it's like I got an iTunes card, but it was like $100 instead of $1,000. And then, I don't know, I got some, I didn't get the baseball. And so the programming, the messaging that I received from that was, oh, it doesn't really matter how specific I get with what it is that I want I'm never actually gonna get what I want and that 
Like, I'm not worthy of getting a $1,000 iTunes card. And I'm not worthy of getting this custom baseball. Because, yeah, Santa's got a bunch of other people to take care of. That was the messaging that I received. And it is still playing out in my life to this day. And so... The part of me right now that is struggling is that inner child part that is like, oh, well, don't waste your time getting too specific on what you want because it's not even going to show up that way. And it's also like, oh, we don't like we don't get the things that we want. So you should just not even try like you should just settle for asking for a reasonable amount of money on an iTunes gift card and ask for a fucking baseball that you saw at Academy instead of this Ed Hardy LSU uh, baseball, which Ed Hardy and LSU, LSU is the college in my state. Uh, th- those two things don't even go together at all. I don't fucking know. Anyways, I am like moving into this. It's like the surrender part where I'm just like, okay, I've tuned into all of this and... I don't need it to look like this. I don't need it to be this way. I do really want it to play out this way because what a fucking story. And it already feels so magical and he's already given me so many gifts. So I can only imagine that there's more. But it could be like the first guy from London where he gave me so many gifts, but he gave me all that he can give. Now we've gone our separate ways. We talk very rarely. It's only whenever I reach out to him, you know, that sort of thing. And sorry, I'm eating. So, yeah, I'm getting to this this point where I feel like I've juiced up the timeline a lot, like a lot, a lot. And. I'm, I don't think I'm done juicing it up. It's still fun to, like, tune into it, but, like, this week, like, the past week, aside from today and yesterday, have been, like, so juicy, like, just so easy to tune into it, and I don't know, now, like, within the past couple hours, I just feel like... Okay, and I can relax, and it's actually completely fine if this guy is not my person. Like, it's it, it truly is totally fine. Um, but there will still be a level of me that's fucking mind-blown if he is. And so, I am... I think because it was it's so easy for me to tune in to the timelines where him and I are together, that that's what's making me believe that, oh, well, then yeah, he could totally be my person. And he totally can. There are unlimited possibilities. Anytime um, I do... One second. Anytime that I do um, an oracle reading about it, I get the unlimited possibilities card. And so, yeah, okay, my friend just got here. I'm leaving. Okay, so I am going to try to remember where I left off (laughs) whenever my friend got to my house. Basically, I think all I was really saying is, like, 
I'm getting to the point of surrendering. Like, I don't really care if it's this guy or not, but my person has all of the qualities that I do like about this person. I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting thing doing things totally ass backwards. Like, I have, <laughs> I have no idea if this guy is interested in me. I mean, I can only imagine that he wouldn't have picked, like, the ugliest person. <laughs> like, he would pick someone he's attracted to in a set. I, I don't fucking know. I don't know anything about why he chose to message me specifically. All I know is that he's given me a lot of gifts and understanding what it is that I actually want, that my manifestations are working because I've attracted yet another person from London who's attractive, who is even more, like way more aligned to me than the other guys from London. So it just shows me like, it's like a, a gauge, like, yes, you are still doing great. And I mean, if uh, like, I, I don't know, recently I've been like super confident, like, oh yeah, it's him. And now I'm like, I don't need to know these things. Like, I really don't. And all I know is that I am interested in this person. I am not, like, giving up because I don't, like, because I am discouraged. I'm just, like, facing the triggers that I'm facing. Like, okay, my ego doesn't like that he is taking a while to respond. And so it's helping me to look at, okay, well, why do I have an attachment to him responding? Why do I need him to respond? I really don't. It's, and it's like the quietest ego voice of that that I can recall. Like, oh, like usually, um, usually it ta it, it's like it gets to a point of me feeling like, like I'm too attached Without them even knowing it, it's just the quality of my energy. I'm like, I'm reaching. You know, that's usually how it is. And right now, I don't really feel like I'm reaching. I feel like I'm having a lot of fun manifesting and that I've done a lot of powerful work in the past, um, like, two weeks or so. And that I am totally open to however the universe wants to surprise me even if that means that I'm wrong and that this person actually isn't a good match for me, but I am choosing to, <clears throat> like, I'm choosing that regardless of if he's my person or not, I'm still grateful. He is still leading me closer to where I want to be and leading me closer to the person that I want to be with, whether that's him or not. And... I don't know. It's, it's just been really interesting having this type of journey, like having so much information come through about a person psychically. And I mean, I haven't confirmed any of it, but it's still like, I'm still, he has unlocked my, um, I don't want to say my ability because that's, I'm not outsourcing my power to him, but he's unlocked a level of my understanding of how all of this works to be able to tune into future timelines super easily and to be like, okay, yeah, I've been on this whole thing about how I want to host retreats like with my person. Today I had the thought like, what if it's like couples retreats and then like 
we each, like we, we separate the guys and the girls, and then I, I work with the girls, he works with the guys, and then we swap, and then I work with the guys, and he works with the girls, and then we work with everyone all together, um, and that just sounds fun, and so, yeah, I don't know, it's like there, I don't have any reason to believe that it's not true, but I'm backing up on my, like, um, no, it's, I'm not backing up on my confidence because I'm fully confident that I will end up with the person that I am meant to end up with and it's going to be magical, it's going to be blissful. I would love for it to happen at a vision and I don't see why I would be having all of these <clears throat> all of this information that's, like, specifically around Envision, you know, like, I see my, like, I, I don't really know what the festival grounds look like, but I see myself on the festival grounds, like, dancing with this person, and, like, just having the best fucking time, and it's, yeah, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm allowing myself to get caught up in the story of it all, but, I still have that part of myself that isn't attached to the story having to work out the way that I'm thinking, that it, it doesn't have to be at Envision, it doesn't have to be in Costa Rica, it doesn't have to be anything, so, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know, I feel like the reason I'm being called to share about all of this is to show that, like, I'm confident in the processes that I'm going through. I'm confident in my initiations, but that doesn't mean that I know what I'm doing. Like, I have days where I'm wobbling back and forth like, oh, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And the answer is it's all of it. And, like, in my introduction episode, just kind of, like, running down what the podcast is about, I talk about, like, opening myself up to be witnessed as I stumble and fumble through this whole life thing, this manifestation thing, the spiritual journey thing. And I'm totally doing that. And you guys are getting to see like one day I'm like, yep, this is my fucking person. And another day I'm like, but it also doesn't have to be. And it, it, it is like an, an ebb and flow in that way. And there is like a level of I don't fucking know what's going on. Like, I know that, like, I can only control the intention that I have and the actions that I take and the things that I prioritize. Like, I don't know. There's only so much that we actually have a say in. And so I'm choosing to have as much of a say as possible. But... I also feel, am feeling like it's a little necessary for me to just, like, it's not even necessary. I'm just not being called to tune into him in the same way the past couple days. And I think it's just to be like, and it doesn't have to be him. It literally doesn't. It can be fucking anyone. You know how many people there are in London? I don't know. I, I am pretty set on my person being from London. I'm not going to lie. Um... That I, that I want. I mean, you're arguing with someone and you want to strangle them, but they're speaking to you in a British accent. You can't be that mad. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I want to be with someone who is not from America. I want like, and I don't know, the Europeans, they just, 
they like take things slow and they walk places and they just like have a better sense of like what's actually important I feel like in terms of like pleasure and like enjoying life and I'm totally down for all of that so I don't know I'm, re I'm still really excited to meet him regardless see how things play out I'm sure tomorrow I'll have a different view on things and I don't know I could be back on the yeah he's my person train um and just to be clear I have not given up on that but I yeah I just am where I am with it and that's that so yeah I love you guys. I think that's going to be the end of this episode, but who fucking knows? You are pure magic, and you're exactly where you're meant to be! Okay, last piece that I want to share real quick. Um, I just had a sort of moment of facing the worst-case scenario with this whole situation, and the worst-case scenario is that the timeline I've been tuning into with this guy, I watch him play out with someone else. That it's not me. That I have to watch it play out that he's into someone else and that I leave Costa Rica without my person. And that is not me saying, that's not me pouring my energy into that. That is me accepting that an opposite end of the spectrum exists and that I'm not running away from that end of the spectrum. Obviously, it's not my desired outcome. That's not what I want. But if it does happen, I'll be totally fine. I'll return back home, continue on with my life, and whenever I do meet my person, it's going to be so fucking blissful. Like, I know that I can't even fathom how good it's going to be. And so it makes me not worried about it, but, I mean, obviously I don't want to see that, you know, even though I don't, I wouldn't even say that I have, like, feelings for this person. I have feelings for my person, and he is just, a placeholder for that right now, and potentially my person. Um, and so it's like, uh, my ego doesn't want to be wrong. My ego doesn't want to be like, oh, I was just, you know, whatever. And it's like, I'm not even going to, if that were to happen, I wouldn't even discredit all this manifestation work, all the stuff that I've been tuning into, because I've been tuning into it, except, okay, cool, I saw like, it play out through this guy, and I was wrong about that part, but it's still going to play out. And so, yeah, that is another piece of all of this. And this part is not the most fun. I'm not even going to lie. It's not sunshine and rainbows. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel really good about it still, um, but I am sort of going through, like, almost a grieving of, a potential, if that makes sense. I don't know. I've got to get back to door dashing, but yeah. Okay, I apologize for the poor audio quality in the past couple clips, but I just wanted to wrap up this episode. Um, after I, like, talked through, like, facing the whole worst-case scenario thing, I felt lighter. Like, it felt, like, I felt more grounded. It's like, if you imagine... Like, all of the possibilities just swirling around, like, in your aura, in your energy field, whatever. And then once you acknowledge them, then it's, like, another piece that gets grounded. And it's no longer swirling in your energy field. Uh, kind of like whenever you have, like, a thought. Like, for me, whenever I'm meditating, I have my notebook next to me. And I get, like, 
a thought, a knowing, a, a download, whatever, I write it down because otherwise it'll just swirl and I feel like I have to keep track of it. But once I write it down, it's grounded, it's there, and I can, like, move forward and feel better about things. It was exactly like that. Like, once I vocalized and, like, talked out the worst-case scenario and just realizing that the only reason I'm having these doubts is because I am worried that I am basically not enough and not worthy and that, I don't know... I'm not the prettiest girl in every room, that I'll be at Envision and I'll be outshone, like outshined, I guess, by all these other, you know, amazing people who are on this deeply spiritual path and that I'm not going to stand out and be special and whatever. And that's just not true. Like, there is no competition. And I have chills on my whole body as I talk about this. But yeah, so once I just talked about the worst case scenario and it it just felt more grounding. There wasn't that piece swirling around in my energy field because before it was like I didn't want to look at it because it was like, I don't know if I look at it, then I admit that there's a like a potential that he's not my person or that there's a potential that it actually does play out where all the things that I've been seeing, I just have to see him play out with another person and that it actually wasn't me, which I don't even think that that's like possible because I'm totally viewing all of the, it was like from the first and the third person. Like it's definitely me that I see in the vision. It's just maybe not him, but yeah, it's the placeholder that he's holding right now. Anyways, I feel like I am slowly moving into and, like, integrating this whole surrender and detachment thing. Like, excuse me. It's been a pretty intense week in terms of, like, how much I've been pouring my energy into these manifestations. And it's just because it's so much fun. It feels good. Like, I, it feels real And, like, I'm not just making shit up. And truly, whenever I, like, talk about the visions that I have and all this stuff, it just pops in, like, all at once. It's a psychic thing. I'm not, like, constructing. There are, like, seldom moments where I actually am constructing, like, how things could possibly go. But for the most part, it comes in psychically. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then I kind of unpack it and... Then there's, like, logic and, you know, oh, yeah, this fits into my story type of logic. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing me yammer on about this guy and my person and whether or not they are the same person or not. (sighs) But this is where my brain has been at. And so this is what you guys are hearing. But this is officially the end of this episode where in the beginning clip, I humorously said, okay, my intention is for this to be short. Like I was thinking it was going to be like, uh, like a five to seven minute, like, (laughs) like one of my actual short episodes of just being like, so basically I met this initial guy from London and then there was another guy from London that keyed me into that. And then there was another guy who keyed me into the fact that I want to meet my person at festivals. And now there's a third guy at London that's combining all of it, you know. Um, I thought that it was going to be like that. And 
here we are an hour later but i love you guys you are pure magic and you are exactly where the fuck you're supposed to be don't you fucking forget it